welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase. Hi, I'm Lita Scheintaub, and my cookbook with my husband, Nash Patel, is Dosa Kitchen. Dosa is one of the Huffington Post's 10 foods to try before you die, and it is on the list of CNN Travel's World's 50 Best Foods. The dosa is a staple in South Indian households and street carts. Describe the dosa. The dosa is a light, crisp crepe made of rice and lentils. It's fermented, so it gives it a kind of a sourdoughy flavor. It's gluten-free, it's dairy-free. And it's just absolutely delicious. So dosa, kind of like a thin pancake or crepe or tortilla, but as you said, it's fermented. Walk us through the dosa making process. You start with rice and lentils, and it's white rice and a lentil called uradal. So it's U-R-A-D-D-A-L. We also use chana dal, which is made from chickpeas, C-H-A-N-A, and a small amount of that. So you soak the white rice and you soak the uradal in separate containers um, and you leave them for several hours, about six to eight hours, and then you drain them and you combine them to, you grind them. Um, At home we use a stone grinder, an electric stone grinder, but in the book we give instructions for making it in a blender, as most people have blenders and not stone grinders. You grind the rice until it's a little bit gritty, and the the dal you grind until it's smooth. And then you combine the two, and you put it in a big container, and you leave it to ferment for about eight hours. Uh, at 90 degrees is the optimal temperature. So we put ours in uh, in the oven with the viewing light on, and we find that keeps it at 90 degrees. We've, all, we've also put it in the dehydrator. Um, you could put it on a heating pad that's protected against spills. Um, if it's really warm in your kitchen, you can uh, just leave it out. A lot of people just leave it out. And in India, they, Nash's mother, he says, we don't ferment dosa batter. We just leave it out for a little while. And, of course, it's very hot there, so it's, <laughs> it naturally ferments. Um, and then you, you put the, you whisk the batter, um, it help it will rise and it could look like a, a volcanic eruption and that's really good. So you want to have a container that has plenty of room so it will rise without bubbling over. Um, then you, you whisk it and you're ready to make your dosas. So it's interesting how you make that at home. We recommend, a, a low sided cast iron skillet, put the batter into the pan and then you spread it using the back of a flat ladle or the back of a a dry measuring cup, like metal dry measuring cup, and you swirl it to coat the whole pan and you let it sit there. And when it starts bubbling, you drizzle oil into it. So you don't grease the pan before, it's sort of an inverse kind of greasing. It crisps it up and it gets it to not stick to the pan. And then you flip it. So if it's a, if it's a thin dosa, you might not even have to flip it because it'll just cook through. And if it's a thicker dosa, you you flip it. So there's there's two different kinds of doses that you can be making. There's the the classic thin crepe, which if you've seen pictures of dosa, that's probably what you've seen, or you've had a dosa at a, one of the restaurants in New York or wherever. Um, and they're often like a larger than life size falling off the plate. So that's that's what people most associate with doses. 
But there's also a, a smaller, thick dosa called an utapam, which is spelled U-T-T-A-P-A-M. And the classic utapam is a chili onion utapam that they eat in South India. So they're both delicious. And actually, we have a food truck called Dosa Kitchen as well. And at the truck we serve, and also in the book, we, we have wraps. So it's in between the crisp crepe and the pancake. So the wrap is so you can eat delicious fillings inside the dosa. Your food truck is in Brattleboro, Vermont, with right. your husband, Nash Patel. Talk a little bit about him. So he's from the, the city of Hyderabad in South India. It's a big city of several million people. It's a tech hub. Um, and they, they eat doses there all the time. He, he grew up there eating doses for breakfast, um, as, as everybody does. Um, and he, so he, he's from an Anglo Indian family. And that means that he eats broadly. He, he eats everything. If you notice in the book, we have recipes, including pork and beef, which that often surprises people, but that's part of his heritage, eating, eating those foods. Uh, he moved to the U.S. about 12 years ago, and he was living in New York. He was waiting tables at a, an Indian restaurant, and he that's, that's where we met, and that's where our story begins. I was a customer at that restaurant. It was a really good restaurant, so I was there very often, and he would tell me how to eat, what to eat, and we connected, and we started dating, and uh, eventually we started we decided to move to, to Vermont because I had been going there every summer for for a month or so. And uh, we, the last summer that we were there, we decided to move here, which was 10 years ago. What's the most popular dosa that you sell? I would say the masala dosa. That is the dosa that is one of, on the Huffington Post list, the 10 foods to try before you die. And the masala dosa comes with chutney. It's usually coconut chutney. And it comes with sambar, which is, it's kind of like a dal. Uh, Nash calls it the king of dal. It's, it's got a, a bunch of vegetables and it's a little thinner than a typical dal. And you, you dunk your dosa into it and eat it. See, I thought sambar was kind of like a vegetable soup. It, you could call it that way. You could call it that as well. It's, it is soupy. Um, but it's more of a dippy, a dip type of thing instead of spooning Normally, it up. Yeah, for dosas and idlis, which are steamed dosa batter dumplings. I like to have sambar as a soup too. I'll dilute it with some broth and I love to drink it just as a soup. Your sambar recipe in the cookbook calls for one teaspoon of jaggery. What is that? Jaggery is India's version of natural brown sugar made from palm, coconut palm, or palm trees. Um, and it's it's got a kind of molasses-y flavor, and it adds a depth of flavor to, to dishes, and it's uh, it's delicious to us. It, and in, in the sambar, it's just a small amount of it because there's tamarind, which gives it a tangy flavor, so that sort of offsets the tamarind and brings all the flavors together. So India is a huge country with different variations on the cuisine. Describe South Indian food. Well, it's it's hard to really describe the cuisine of South India as a whole because each region has its own specialties, and then there are micro-specialties and family specialties, and then 
like Nash is from an Anglo-Indian family, so they have their own way of eating. But to generalize, in the north, uh, which is most of India, it tends to have more cream in it and to be milder than South Indian. And they use a lot of delicious breads and wheat. Um, and their chutneys tend to be sweet, like the mango chutney that people are really familiar with. People are always asking us, do you have mango chutney? And we never do. Um, so South Indian tends to be spicier, little to no cream, and wide use of rice, and including rice products like dosa and idli. And the chutneys are, are more savory, like the coconut chutney, and tomato chutney is another very popular one, and green chutney, which is like, like a green coconut chutney. Um, peanut chutney, which is Nash's favorite. So I would say those three differences are the, the main differences. In this cookbook, you have dosa recipes that run the gamut from the traditional masala dosa to a cream cheese lox and caper dosa. Talk a little bit about the different types of recipes in this cookbook. We had a lot of fun putting this cookbook together because we were able to combine our two culinary backgrounds. I'm a food writer by profession. So, and I wrote another book on fermentation. So this was a natural to, to write this dosa book. And we have some straight traditional recipes like the ginger chili beef fry, which is something that comes from Nash's family. His granduncle Dickie used to make it and his, his mom still makes it all the time. And it's one of his favorites, Nash's favorites and one of my favorites. Um, it's, it's a beef that is, bathed in lots of onions and crisp pieces of ginger and lots of chilies and it's cooked they do it in a pressure cooker but we use it in the in the book the recipe calls for doing it on the stovetop um then we we have we have pork vindaloo so then we like to be really playful at the food truck we serve a falafel dosa which is made with nuts and seeds and it's baked rather than fried and that's really popular. People can't tell that it doesn't have chickpeas in it. Not that we were against chickpeas. It's just how we came up with the recipe. And we have the dosa dog, which is a local hot dog that's wrapped in a thick dosa. And we make our own mustard, which we, we ferment at home. We put that on it. And we have a masala sauerkraut, which is a, a sauerkraut that we make with lots of Indian spices. And sauerkraut is not traditional to India by any means but we like how the spices go in it. So we wrap that all up. We add Grafton cheddar cheese, and which is made right behind our truck. I and love the, that cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. They, the factory is right behind our trucks. Then we even have sweet dosas. In India, you can see a dosa with a little jaggery or regular sugar. Um, but we took a little further. We have uh, the pineapple upside-down dosa, which a friend of mine, Patricia Austin, developed for us. She runs Wildflower Vermont Bakery here in Brattleboro. And it's really fun. It's got pineapple rings um, cooked into caramelized jaggery, and it's flipped, and it's really exciting and delicious. Uh, and then there's flambe dosa, which we, we add some alcohol to a dosa, and we, we set it on fire, and it's, it's delicious. 
so we had we had a lot of fun putting these together, and it's by no means traditional South Indian, but there are traditional South Indian dishes in it, and we won- we wanted to demonstrate that do- how adaptable the dosa is. Where can we find you on the web and social media? DosaKitchen.com, D-O-S-A, kitchen.com. And on if you go there, you'll find the recipe for our master batter recipe and the masala dosa, so you can take a peek there uh, before committing to buying the book. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Both are under Dosa Kitchen. And where can we find you in Brattleboro? At 400 Linden Street, which is on the Retreat Farm. It's a petting farm with lots of animals. And next to the Grafton Village Cheese. I do have to mention with all that is happening in the news in regard to migrants, I truly believe that our cuisine in America is more diverse and much more delicious thanks to the immigrants that bring the recipes from their home countries. I feel we're better as a society because of that and food always brings people together. Thank you so much for teaching us all about dosas and thanks for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, please take a moment to rate and review Cookery by the Book. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cookery by the Book. Twitter is I am Susie Chase, and download your kitchen mixtapes, music to cook by on Spotify at Cookery by the Book. Thanks for listening.